0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Food Podcast. I am Casey Thomas, and this week, I want to talk to you about chocolate, <laughs> which is everybody's favorite. And I've recently been getting some questions about chocolate. In particular, we're talking about like dark chocolate, cocoa, cacao nibs, all these kind of things. People are asking me, does it really help brain performance? And just getting right into it, the interesting thing is that chocolate has historically just been considered like a treat, right? But nowadays, we're getting some claims, hey, cocoa is actually good for you. And spoiler alert, I've actually recommended dark chocolate to some of my clients. I do think it is a great source of some beneficial nutrients, and it's a great way also to curb the sweet cravings that so many people get. So I'm a fan of dark chocolate just from the get-go, but being a fan of dark chocolate for curbing sweet cravings, it's very different from does dark chocolate actually enhance brain performance. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. So the first thing I want to say is that there's a class of compound called the flavanols. And the, the real quick <laughs> summary of flavanols is that they are good for you, okay? They're good for you for a lot of different reasons. And flavanols are a compound that are found in many fruits and vegetables and cocoa, okay, or the cocoa bean. So it, it's in a lot of these fruits and vegetables and these otherwise healthy, good items. And they have been shown in previous literature to enhance, in particular to this conversation. To enhance vascular function. And anytime your vascular system is doing good, a lot of other stuff in your body is doing good too. This helps with getting oxygen where it needs to go. This helps with getting waste products away from where they shouldn't be. This helps with getting nutrients where it needs to go. This helps with getting your hormones where they need to go. This helps out with literally everything, okay? This is our transportation system in the body, it's our highways. So, good vascular function is amazing for so many different reasons and we have previous data as i said that shows that flavanols enhance vascular function thumbs up that's awesome that's great okay but what about brain vascular function all right it's very hard to analyze the brain you can't just be cutting open people's brains and taking a peek inside and so for that reason it's usually easier to assess vascular function outside of the brain this study that i want to talk about with you guys looked specifically at brain vascular function in response to flavanol ingestion, and also looked at cognitive performance. Both things that I think we should care about and that you as a listener to this mental performance podcast should probably be interested in as well. So in this research study, which was conducted by Gratton G-R-A-T-T-O-N in 2020, so pretty new, right? Pretty new. They got a bunch of participants who were healthy adults, okay? They were non-smokers. They had no known issues with their brain, with their hearts, or with any of their vascular function already, okay, which is good. And the idea is that hopefully, you know, as, as I've talked about in the past, we don't like to use research studies where we have unhealthy participants. It's never really interesting if one of these compounds helps out in someone with severe atherosclerosis, or, you know, poor vascular function. All right, it's there's so much more room for growth there. What we really care about is you and me, we're relatively healthy. Can we use these substances and compounds and dietary strategies to take us from 100% to 110%, right? We want to see can this enhance our mental performance. And so this population, healthy people, thumbs up again, that's what I love. I love seeing studies in healthy people. What they did was they had two separate trials, okay? The first trial, they had participants consume a cocoa beverage with the cocoa flavanols inside of it. The second trial, they had them consume a cocoa beverage, but it was processed to the point where there were negligible amounts of flavanol present. Now, this was a double-blind study. So, Neither the re- the researchers nor the participants were aware which beverage had the flavanols and which one did not, but the taste was the same, the smell was the same, the look and feel of it was the same, the texture, everything was identical. The only difference was one had the flavanols, the other one did not. About two hours after consuming this beverage, participants were made to breathe in an air mixture that was very high in carbon dioxide. Okay, it was about 100 times the normal concentration as there is in air. And just a little fact for you guys, the body actually has no way of detecting its own oxygen levels. Your breathing rate is not determined by your oxygen levels. It's actually determined by your carbon dioxide levels. So you could be put in a room with 0% oxygen if everything else was the same, and you would have no idea. You would just pass out eventually and and die. But we are very sensitive to carbon dioxide changes. So anytime you feel like you need to take a deep breath, if you were holding your breath, that's because there's a buildup of carbon dioxide. You're trying to get rid of that carbon dioxide. Your body notices this carbon dioxide that's built up in your system and it tries to increase your breathing rate so that way you can exhale all of this carbon dioxide. So when you're breathing in a lot of this carbon dioxide, as the researchers had these participants to, your body starts to freak out a little bit, okay? It's still getting all the oxygen it needs, but it's getting all of this carbon dioxide now, and it's saying, "Uh uh-oh, I don't like this. I need to get rid of this. And so the typical response to consuming air like this is it will increase blood flow to the brain. What this does is this brings in more oxygen, which presumably we're running low on, And it also allows the brain to eliminate more carbon dioxide. And so what the researchers did is they had some fancy machinery to actually measure the oxygenation in the brain. And specifically, the scanner looks at oxygenation in the prefrontal and frontal cortex. So that's like the part of your brain where your forehead is. This is the part of the brain that's associated with all of our high-level functions that you associate with you and being human. We're talking about things like planning, consciousness, uh, decision-making, regulate your behavior, all that kind of stuff. And so not only were they measuring the oxygenation levels in the brain, but they also wanted to Test these people. Okay, so they put them through a battery of cognitive tests to see how they did under these conditions. And what they saw was that the participants who had the flavanol-rich cocoa beverage, they had both a stronger and faster brain oxygenation response than those who consumed the cocoa without the flavanols. And so the levels of oxygenation that I'm talking about here were more than three times higher in the flavanol rich cocoa beverage versus the one without. Okay, three times higher, so pretty high. And not only was it higher, but the oxygenation response was about one minute faster. So both faster and stronger, as I said. And as far as the cognitive tasks went, the really interesting thing I'm not going to do a run through of everything they did, but they correctly solve problems 11% faster than they did at baseline or in comparison to the beverage without the flavanols, all right? 11% faster. And this means that even compared to themselves without anything, so this could be used to acutely speed up processing, right? 11% faster, which is awesome. But the one point I want to highlight here is that There was no measurable difference in performance on the easier tasks. This only showed enhancements in the really complex tasks. There was another interesting finding from this study, though. While the average participant could be said to have a stronger oxygenation response, a faster oxygenation response in the brain, and a quicker ability to solve complex cognitive tasks, This did not apply to everybody, all right? There were 18 study participants, but only 14 showed a benefit. There were four people who saw no benefit whatsoever to drinking the cocoa flavanols. So some people saw benefit. Most people did, but some people did not. But the interesting thing is that the four people who did not, they had the highest oxygenation response at baseline, okay? So at baseline, I mean, they hadn't consumed any cocoa beverages at all. This was just, how do you naturally do without our intervention? All right, so the four people who were non-responders, they had very good oxygenation responses naturally. And these are the individuals who were already quite fit, okay? They, They were very vascularly fit. And they had, as a consequence, very little room for improvement with their brain vascular function, okay? It was only in the 14 individuals who had less vascular fitness who were able to use these cocoa flavanols to enhance their vascular functions, okay? So what I'm trying to say here is, yes, we do have some preliminary data here that suggests cocoa can be used to great effect as a cognitive enhancer. The caveat to this is if you're exercising a lot and if you are very vascularly fit already, it might not do anything for you. And if I had to choose, I would argue, as I've said in the past, that exercise is far superior to any kind of supplement that you can think of, right? Exercise is going to do so much for the brain, for the body, for your mood, for your wellness, for cognitive performance, for everything, that if you had to choose one or the other, you should just get out and exercise. Now, that's not to say that even in very vascularly fit individuals that they can't make use of cocoa, cocoa can still be good. As I've said, I've recommended it to people, especially who have sugar cravings, but just be aware that it might not be all it's hyped up to be in individuals who are already checking the exercise box. If you're not checking the exercise box, and for whatever reason, you're not going to be able to start exercising anytime soon, then yes. Coco flavanols might be something worthy of consideration and it seems like it's a pretty powerful response so i'm a fan all right that's enough me talking about chocolate i hope that answered your question this came from one of the listeners and uh you know i i'm a fan of, of chocolate myself i try to work it in where i can it is the best flavor of ice cream anyone who disagrees let's let's fight about it But yeah, (laughs) that'll do it this week. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this and I hope that it answered your question suitably. If you'd like me to talk more in detail about this, I'm happy to do so with some follow-up episodes, but that'll do it. And if you found any value at all in, in this or previous episodes, please share this with a friend. I am trying to grow this podcast and I would really appreciate it. Okay, take care.